Hi, my name's Aaron Espindola. And I'm Linda OJ. And welcome to another episode of the Next Gen Business Podcast. Let's go. The Next Gen Business Podcast is produced by the Small Business Community Network. Visit them online at www.sbcncanada.org. So, Linda, how's your day been today? I'm in pain. I sit at the computer. I sit at the computer too long, and evidently my ergonomics are not good. So, uh, I've been having massage. I've got physio to come, and I've been moaning all day. But now I'm here. I'm going to pretend everything's okay. <laughs> How was your birthday? Um, my birthday was pretty good. I just kind of spent time with my friends, my family. Just saw them for a bit, and then. Um, because of COVID, uh, everything's shut down, so I couldn't go out to restaurants or anything like that uh, for the second year in a row. Because <laughs> last year, it was the same thing. It was a full lockdown. Um, so I'm hoping the following year, I'll have a good birthday finally, and I'll be able to do a big party or something. <laughs> yeah, it's rough, isn't it? Especially for the, for the younger kids. So um, I thought to myself, we've been doing the podcast now, a year and you're a wonderful co-host so I wanted to kind of ask you a little bit about um, your career progression since you've been doing the podcast with me because I believe you were just finishing off um, Conestoga College when you came on as the co-host. Yeah so I was finishing Conestoga College where I was studying uh, business administration management. Um, I more or less wanted to be my own boss and like have my own companies which I still want to do that's still the main objective that I want to do. Um, however, I always found that I was kind of struggling to just have a stable income and I didn't want it to fluctuate that much because in the summer I would do lawn mowing and landscaping and all that stuff. But then in the winter, I didn't really have much to do. So I was getting to the point where I needed to start looking to get like a full-time job. And I decided that my best option would be working in the, uh, the bank banking industry. Ah, so you're going to be rich and then you'll be able to take me out to dinner when COVID's over. Um, So you like financial kind of stuff? I mean, I hate that. What is it you like about, you know, working in a bank? So I so um, I started off, like I didn't really know anything about banking. Um, I had a business, like advanced diploma, and we learned about finances, financing, um, accounting and economics and all that. But I didn't really have like a big interest in banking. Um, but I did know that it was a really like one of the most profitable industries in the world. And that was one of my like goals was that I want to become a millionaire. <laughs> so I'm like, what industry can I continue like grow in and make a lot of money? So I decided that I would look into um, the banking and they have a lot of posting for entry level banking jobs, which would be the people at the front. Um, they're called like customer service representatives or um, yeah, I think usually they're just called customer service representatives and you'd handle like the day-to-day business activity with cons- like customers and the bank. Um, I was really nervous at first because I, I, I just always thought it was a very like intense job and not that it's not intense or anything, but it was definitely... I shouldn't have been as scared as I was. Uh, I was just thinking in my head, like, oh, what if I mess up when I count? Or, like, what if someone wants, like, weird denominations? What if I, like, how do I count that? And I just made it into something that it wasn't. And then working the job, I've been working there for 
for uh, three months um, full time, it's a lot easier than I thought. And just counting, like it's kind of muscle memory. You just remember the numbers. Um, and yeah, I, I definitely got really scared about it in the beginning. And that's something that I overcame. I think it's wonderful. Yeah, I think it's wonderful you're admitting that, though, because a lot of people wouldn't admit it. And also, I think it's quite normal. Don't you think it's normal to feel scared your first kind of real job after leaving, you know, college after graduating? And counting money, um, one of my crappy jobs before I started my own business was working in a shoe store. And um, in those days, even though I didn't know much about accounting, I knew that you're supposed to have two people on the cash um, in case there's a problem. But they were very naughty at that store and just used to, um, well, not so much two people on the cash, but like if two people are on the cash, then you have to count the till and the other person goes on. Uh, but it's like this in the banking, I don't know. So that basically if I've made a mistake with counting the cash out to customers and stuff, you know, um, it'll be my fault. And if the other one, do you get where I'm coming from? And they said, no, 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 we haven't got time today. So lots of different people, me included, will go on the cash. And I used to be very stubborn and say, no, you, you know, I don't think I messed up because so many people have been on the cash. And also it's good to have two people checking, isn't it, when you – did you have to have anybody standing over you when you first dieted to make sure you didn't make any mistakes, like, you know, counting the cash and stuff? So usually the mistakes um... – I guess counting isn't really one of the big mistakes that people make. So when I first started the job, uh, it takes people usually like a month for them to like really grasp everything that they have to do. And it usually takes people like three weeks for them to be by themselves. But I started my job and like within the week I was already by myself. They put me just working by myself. So my manager was like really surprised that that happened. And the other teller that was there for 40 years, she's like, that's really quick and like good job. Um, so it's not like the counting is also like I thought it was a very big part of like, I guess, being like working at a bank, especially if you're working at like a consumer bank or public bank. Um, but it's all like automated now and there's machines that count it for you. So even though you count, you can make a mistake and the machine will tell you that you made a mistake. Um, the hard part is like going back into the electronic journal and correcting it. Um, but I always found that like I don't know how to do that much error corrections because I don't make a lot of mistakes. I know it sounds like <laughs> I just don't make mistakes, but it's because I always triple check every single thing that I do. And a lot of people when like, that's just my personality. I triple check all the time, um, which is really good when you work at a bank because there's, there's so many different mistakes you can make and you have to just make sure that you're doing the right thing. Um, because then if you paying, um, like a credit card company a lot of money and they're not going to want to give the money back if you make that mistake and then the customer's like out of money and they get and you get into a lot of trouble <laughs> but there's 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 a lot of mistakes that could happen i've never made any big mistakes thankfully knocking on wood um but the one thing i've found that it just gives you a really good understanding about how the banking industry works um, the benefits. So if anyone is ever thinking about possibly like they don't know what they want to do or like they just are taking a generic degree, uh, going into banking just helps you get like a good job to start off with. And then you could branch off to any anything you want because it's a really good thing to have on your resume. It's so that's what that's what I would tell the people. If you're looking to get a job that even if it's not anything crazy official, 
just go into banking because I see a lot of kids my age, they're like doing other jobs that they don't like and that's not really going to help their resume or get help them get another job. And I think banking, from the, what I've seen, it's, it's really good. <laughs> and, you know, if you work in eight hours a day, five days a week, or even six days a week and you don't enjoy your job, you, you know, I mean, I had to work my three awful jobs because I was trying to keep the home fires burning, but um, I escaped them. What I've taken from, from you know, your, your explanation of, you know, how you um, triple check um, and how you caught on quickly, do you think that's because you've got good listening skills? Because I would have thought, you know, you've got to listen very well when they're first telling you what to do. I feel like it's because I ask, I'm not shy to ask questions because a lot of people, what they'll do is they'll say yes and they won't actually understand what they're going to do. So not knowing what you're going to do. And then if you make a mistake, then you're like, I don't know how to fix it because I don't know what happened. So for me, I asked a lot of questions and I, I had a really good trainer. Um, she was very experienced and she knew exactly what she was doing. So she explained everything to me and I knew like, everything like I knew why we were doing what we were doing and why we would correct things the way we would so understanding like an overall like grasp of why why it is what what we do um helped a lot and it really did help that I work I'm the only technically full-time CSR in our market well I and like in Guelph um all the other ones are part-time or they're in school uh there's not a lot of people that want to like do that as a full-time job but it's a really good way to get into the bank because if um my my personal banker and i were talking and he said that a lot of people that are having the high-end jobs like in the actual corp um in corporate like in uh the actual big building in toronto a lot of their linkedin profiles will say like csr or like personal banker which are entry level or secondary level like jobs that they start off and and they decide if they want to be in it or not. So I hear that you are um, doing so well. You're now studying for a certain exam, which will take you up a level or two. Yeah. So the exam I'm studying for is like my mutual funds license, which is provided by I think CSE or IFSC, um, which regulate all like the mutual fund dealers or representatives in. Uh, I think Ontario and then there's Canada as well. Um, but the one thing I found interesting is like, you don't have to have um, a post-secondary education really to do that. It's kind of something that the bank, you it would help to get the promotion to have that, but the bank pays for it and everything. So for me, they paid, um, I think a thousand dollars for the course and it takes people like a couple of months to finish it, but I'm trying to finish it in like three three weeks three or four weeks because i'm because i'm trying to get promoted within like the end of february i'm looking at possibly moving to either it's not official or anything so i don't want to put it out there but just keep it keep it yourself i am so proud of you and um you're ticking all my boxes for somebody who is very proactive, is willing to try something, he's actually enjoying the job, wants to move on, and he's, he's willing to do some studying because you're young, you like to party, good job it's COVID, you got more time to study. <laughs> uh, so you think it's it, it's good, you know, to do that kind of work and you've given us some awesome tips. So... Um, 
what else could you tell, um, say, graduating students if they are looking for a job in particular? Is there anything you did that, that, because you got the job really quickly. I know they had to do lots of, you know, looking into it to make sure you weren't like a bank robber or an illegal immigrant. (laughs) But what did you do, you know, to make sure that you got the job? You must have done something. Plus, you've got a good personality. I know that much. So for the banking, they're, they are really like looking for a lot of people, um, especially during the spring, they start hiring a lot of people. But if you have like a good education, um, they tend to hire people like students. They really like to hire students either in university or college or just graduated um, because they want people that are like going to continue learning and expanding their careers. So what I thought helped a lot was the interview. Um, They were actually my manager. I spoke with him and they told me, he told me that at that point when they were hiring me, they were only looking for candidates that would want to move on, like move up in the company. They weren't really interested in people that were just kind of there for a paycheck. They wanted people to be kind of more or less committed to the company and were willing to um, move into these other position because they, they needed that. A lot of banks need personal bankers. A lot of banks need financial planners. And uh, a lot of people were retiring because of COVID early. They would retire. So they were looking to fill those spots. So I think just having, um, I guess, a personal or the mindset that you want to like know door or um, see all the opportunities, right? Like you don't want to just go in and be like, I'm only going to be here for this many months and then I'm gone. Just, I guess tell them that you you want to move up in the company. It would help a lot in the interview because that helped me a lot. And um, I would just say, if you're looking at any like part-time job in the summer, it's you can get a lot of full-time hours. And in the winter dur- during like your school, um, they really work around your your schedule so a lot of students that are listening to this podcast um it's a really good part-time job to get because then once you graduate even if you don't want to do anything in personal finance or you're still waiting for your like career job you can get um promoted easily that that is so cool um you deal with the customers, obviously, the people like me who come, yeah? And do you enjoy that? Because you did say you were shy once, and I don't believe that. <laughs> so I I really um, enjoy talking with people. I like building relationships. Um, so my job, I get to see a lot of new people, which I like, but at the same time, I don't like it because I can't really build a relationship with people because they're just, like, in and out. Um, or they're, com- like, some. we do get people that get mad and we have – uh, unfortunately, we do have like a very big uh, homeless problem, like homeless people in the branch and just in the downtown area. That's it's really um, impacting the way the banking is being done, uh, which is extremely unfortunate. But uh, it's just like a lot of different characters that I see every single day and I have to interact with. But I do I do like helping people. So it's a really good job that I think. Um, that's like kind of looking for something like that would, would be interesting. What, what I'm interested in is you're saying a lot of things that I didn't realise because I know in my particular bank, which is not, you know, the n- name of your bank, it's a different bank, that I guess most banks have gone to self-service now, haven't they? And you have to, you know, use the machine and nobody remembers you anymore. 
because um, I, I was a returning customer to my bank and then I got so fed up of them, you know, I don't think caring enough about customers who've been there a long time. I just do my banking online now, but we t- took our investments elsewhere. So it seems like if you're getting returning customers and you are building a relationship with them, that is the best thing you can do because then the bank will say how wonderful you are. We used to have a lot of lovely people at our bank and they all left. Why is there a lot of openings in the bank? So, I mean, why? Where are all the people? So I think a lot of people, like, from my um, in my position, there's, a like, a lot of people aren't really – from what I've heard in the news and from what I've seen, a lot of people aren't as interested in finance in finance as they used to be. They're kind of doing more arts programs or um, I guess like more science programs. I, I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure about that part, but I, all I know is that there's not, there, there's not enough of people going into banking right now and they need to hire people because people like the older people, um, employees are retiring so from what I've heard is that there's a big in the market, the bankers, uh, credit unions, they're all competing for the same um, people that are graduating. So they're getting paid really like they're getting paid well. And a lot of people jump between one bank to another to get raises and stuff. I'd like to see you jump, Aaron. I'd like you to see you jump from one bank to another. <laughs> but actually – my my brother because i told i told my manager when i was getting my promotion i'm like oh i'd be interested like my brother may be interested to like move into my into like that same position in in cambridge or um and my manager's like oh what bank does he work for and he's i'm like this bank and he's like you know what let me talk to my district manager because i think we could offer him a job is that your twin brother yeah oh that will confuse people (laughs) they'll go so he's working at the other bank now. Oh, he's working at the other That's amazing, isn't it? That's, I bet your parents are so proud of you. Yeah, I think it's a really good, um, like I like to just call it like an entry-level job because then you can upgrade to a lot. Like the other jobs that you can possibly get from the bank are, they pay really, really well. So the entry-level ones are kind of easier to get into. And it's actually, so... You get like preferred mortgages, you get lower interest rates, you get approved on pretty much anything that you want to apply for. And for like, especially as like a young person that just started their schooling or just finished their schooling and they have debt, getting a job at a bank is as a, as a part-time job, you just get so many perks and like you get full benefits, which a lot of jobs don't offer that if you're part-time. Well, I'm very, very proud of you. Um, You've got the personality, you've got the brain. So for our listeners, you know, uh, no, you don't have to work in the financial industry, but if there's a lot of openings and you are a bit interested, I think it's a great idea. Uh, If not, I would uh, advise getting a job you enjoy because if not, you're going to be there again. They did some research about people your age and it says that you don't often, not just you, but, you know, you don't often stay in the same job for long. I find that in the IT industry, they keep hopping along to different places for more money. And um, I think eventually that will just all fall down and they'll be just desperate for a job because if the, let's say your job has been loyal to you, I think you should give some loyalty back, which you're doing. That's been so interesting catching up with you, Aaron. I'm so, so happy that you're back tonight. And um, 
I hope maybe you can enjoy a bit of a birthday again now some of the restaurants and bars are open. And um, your words of wisdom always amaze me because um, I'm going to be honest, people who network who um, are your age sometimes are too either laid back or shy to ask questions and you've said ask questions. It's the best thing you did. So thanks for sharing that with us. It's amazing. No problem. Yeah, and honestly... It's kind of like sometimes you feel a little weird asking questions, especially you're like, oh, they might think I'm dumb or something. But then if you actually understand, like for me, I if I understand the concept behind it, then I'll, I'm really good at like remembering it. Whereas if I don't ask a question, then I'll just, I'll know how to do that specific thing. But then if anything else changes, that's not normal, then I'll be like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> And, and ask a question. You know, I've never liked financial stuff or maths or anything. You know, I was terrible. I never learnt my – I didn't really do it over a times table. So, you know, I know seven times seven is whatever. I was so lazy. Um, but anyhow, I did graduate high school in England. But when I went to work at the shoe store, you know, the debit machine – I'd never used one as an employee before, and the manager wanted to stand over me while I practised, and I said – I'd rather you tell me what to do and then you disappear because I get nervous when somebody's watching me. And then, yeah, I caught on really quickly. I love asking questions, but if somebody's standing over me, then I'll make a big mess, you know. I guess everybody's different. Made me all nervous. Uh, but then I got really good at it. Yeah, no, I feel like when people stand right over you and they're trying to, like, micromanage you, then you don't really learn that well. And also it makes you very nervous. I had this one experience with the oh I, I'm just gonna say I had this experience and the lady was like telling me like saying the same number that I had to put into the machine but she was like kind of like just kept on repeating it and I'm like I got like shy and I'm like wait what and it was, it was my co-worker and she kept on saying it and I'm just there like I'm listening to what you're saying but I'm not understanding it because I'm already so flustered right now and shy that like you could be saying like one and I would, I wouldn't be able to. I would be like, "What's that number?" Like, people can make you really flustered if they do that. So, it's good that you know, have some patience if you're if you're training someone new. Oh, I love the fact that you're so open and transparent because a lot of people listening and watching our podcast, you know, must be going through the same nerves that I've gone through and and you went through, and thinking, "Oh, it's okay to say you're nervous. It's okay to ask questions." Unfortunately, I've got to let you go off and maybe enjoy a bit of birthday unless you're going to be studying. So it is goodbye from me. And it's going to be goodbye for me. And anyone that is watching, just make sure to hit that subscribe button and like and share this with your friends and family. Um, also, make sure to follow our Instagram page, the Next Gen Business Podcast. And if you ever want to be on the show or a guest, just send us a DM on Instagram or you can just send us a message on our website and we will get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Check us out at www.nextgenbusinesspodcast.com.